Well, welcome everyone. It's Pastor Cooper. And I wanted to welcome you to uh, Cheney Faith Center's new podcast called The Midweek. And simply it's going to be um, a conversation with Pastor Mark and myself, some other guests. Um, and we're going to just dialogue more on what we spoke of during the Sunday message or things in our certain cultural moment that just deserves some space to just dialogue some more from a biblical perspective. And so um, this is going to happen throughout the midweek. We're going to hopefully release this about every Wednesday. And just to give us a chance to just have some more um, things to help us know Jesus and live for him daily. If podcasts are your thing, uh, maybe this will help just in your discipleship as you own your faith. Um, So yeah, we are excited about this and we're also looking for feedback. So if you're listening to this, um, let us know. Or maybe there's some things that you want us to talk through and um, yeah, just to bring some biblical perspective and thought to. So yeah, so with that, this is what this week's episode is going to be. All right, y'all. It is Pastor Cooper here, and I got the amazing Pastor Kate. Hey, everyone. Yeah, and she's, by the way, she's wearing a sweatshirt called Cat Person, <laughs> which she's not a cat person. Absolutely not. I got this sweatshirt for myself during the quarantine to amuse myself. I saw it at Target, <laughs> and I am definitely not a cat person, mostly because I'm allergic, but also because cats creep me out a little bit. Sorry oh, totally. to any cat lovers out there. Do and not Do not be worried about offending them. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend Melinda, our coworker, yeah. she and I have a thing about hating cats together. And so we send each other cat stories, cat pictures, cat emojis. Well, this has started to expand with some of the young moms in our mom mm-hmm. connection group that meets every Tuesday night, 7 to 8 p.m. at Cheney Face Center. Shout out. <laughs> so yesterday after service, one of our dear um, church members, young moms, came up to me and said, I have to tell you where I'm going today after church. And I said, I was so excited. I said, where are you going? And she said, we're going to the kitty cantina. (laughs) And I said, are you serious? (laughs) And she said, absolutely. There's a place in Spokane called the kitty cantina where you can go get yourself a little treat. And then in the room next door are kitties that you can look at, pet, hopefully adopt. (laughs) And she started telling me this. And I I was just, I thought, well, maybe I could get this for my friend Melinda for Christmas. But then I couldn't even take that a step further because I would just get so freaked out going into a kitty cantina. So I I wear this cat person shirt to amuse myself. And I hope no one really mistakes me for a cat person. (laughs) That is great. That is great. Well, I, uh, this last weekend, my wife and I and our two boys, we were in the valley doing some like just random errands and stuff. And we were driving through the parking lot where like the Walmart is in the valley and like the Lowe's and like there's like a little Sally Beauty supply thing. <laughs> and we see two ladies walking across and Witt's like, I think that's Kate and Allie. I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh. And then sure enough, it was them going to the, the Sally Beauty Supply. So we pulled down the window and we're like, hey, what are you guys doing? Blah, blah, blah. And just kind of like small talk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so you guys getting some, you know, beauty supplies? Thinking <laughs> Sally Beauty Supply. Yeah. And Kate goes, actually, no. And then Allie was like, no. <laughs> like, we are not. And I was like, oh. And she's like, we're getting stuff for Mark's deer head. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So. Um, Mark is trying to do what's called a European, I think it's called a European mount. And so you bleach 
the face, but keep the horns or bleach the skull. I don't even know, <laughs> Cooper. All I know is he needed some sort of beauty supply that I didn't even know what it was. But thankfully, our daughter has been through beauty school, so she knew exactly yeah, what to get her yeah. dad. And I'm just glad to see that that is paying off for, for Mark. <laughs> it was so this morning. It's Monday right now when we're recording this, and we do the food distribution on Monday mornings. It was kind of a lull, and we're sitting there, and there's like six or seven of us, and Mark just goes... <laughs> I boiled my deer head <laughs> just super loud. <laughs> we all just started laughing like it's just the best conversation opener. Boiled my deer head. Oh, so. yeah. We we live in the great Pacific yep. Northwest. Living we in love Chile. it here. Yeah. Well, Kate, uh, you did a great job this last Sunday. Thank and you. we were in our series in First Corinthians. And so we are in chapter 13, which is that real big kind of famous chapter about love mm-hmm. um, that Paul expands on. Um, and so, yeah, I, I wanted to kind of just dialogue a little bit more on that chapter. And I wanted to also, let me pull up my notes here. Um, the, the big takeaway that you had for us mm-hmm. on, on the message was love must be the motivation for all we say and do as the church. And you did a great job unpacking that, but maybe just kind of re just maybe say that big takeaway for maybe if we missed the message right. on Sunday, but what, what does that mean that Love must be the motivation for all we say and do as the church. Right. And it really comes out of what Paul speaks about Mm -hmm. in the first three verses of 1 Corinthians 13, that if we have all of these spiritual gifts and if we give everything that we have and surrender our body, but Mm -hmm. our our motivation isn't love, it's really useless. It's of no value. And so we as a church, we have a mission. And the why behind our mission is is we're motivated by love Mm -hmm. because that's who God is. That was God's motivation in sending Jesus. And it's what Jesus commanded us as his followers Mm, to do. (coughs) Excuse me. So we, as the church, that gets to be our motivation. The thing I love about first Corinthians 13 is it's right in between the two scriptures about spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. And so that also shows us that if we use our gifts without love, then there's really no purpose in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So let's kind of even um, expand on that on just like a little... <laughs> Let me start over again. Let's expand on that just a little bit because um, it is between the two sections about gifts. Mm-hmm. So what does using a gift without love look like? Right. Uh, maybe in the church and both outside of the church. Okay. And I think that that question is a good question and that it also goes back to our motivation because the focus of using our spiritual gifts are to point people to Jesus and they're to build up the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Some um, choose to use their gifts wrongly, maybe, um, to point people to themselves, Mm, to build themselves up or Mm -hmm. to even show how gifted or even how, quote-unquote, spiritual they mm-hmm. are. And that, in my opinion, is using a gift without love because yeah. it doesn't point to, to Jesus. It points mm-hmm. to ourselves. Um, also, I want to say that when we do use our gifts with love, love will be evident. Mm-hmm. When people see us using our gifts with love, they should be able to see some of those descriptive words of love mm-hmm. in the way that we're using our gifts. Things such as patience, kindness, um, not boasting, not mm-hmm. self-seeking, um, not keeping a record of wrongs, all of these different things that are descriptive words of um, what love looks like. Mm-hmm. One other thing that I'd like to say, though, yeah. Cooper, about this is I'd like to take it even a step further 
and also address the fact that we're not acting in love when we choose not to use our gifts. Mm, yeah. And yeah. sometimes I feel like people, especially when they're new at mm-hmm. using their gifts and maybe a little insecure or not confident or mm-hmm. nervous or embarrassed, that's also not acting in love mm-hmm. because the purpose of the gifts and the reason why God gave gifts to everyone mm-hmm. is so that we would all work together and build up the body of Christ. So I think that that's a, an important thing to note as well. Yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a cool that's a good perspective on that. Um, for those of us who are just not wanting to maybe jump in mm-hmm. um, full on to be a part of what God can do through us and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, and we, as, as we were talking about love, and as listening to your message on Sunday, um, sometimes and I, you, you you definitely address this a little bit in your message, but I wanted to hear some more thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. If if it's just hard for us to like love someone, if we're just yeah. like, I, I guess like a, a a personality or just a person who's just like it's just hard for me to love someone and mm-hmm. to be gracious or whatever. And obviously, Holy Spirit can you know right. help us love better. But maybe we've had a past where love was not in our household at all. And it was Mm -hmm. just a very like cold, you know, dark place and stuff. But I guess how do, how do we still show love, um, outwardly if it's hard for us to love or if we Mm -hmm. have not really been shown a good example of love within our, within our household? Well, that's a good question. And I once heard a study that said most people dislike at least 10% 10% of the people that they meet. <laughs> so it's a real thing. Yeah. Now, thankfully we have, we don't have to rely on our own feelings. Mm-hmm. Part of God's love. I didn't get into this, but the um, Greek word for love mm-hmm. in first Corinthians is that word agape. Mm. And it's the self-sacrificing love that God demonstrated mm-hmm. to us yeah. by sending Jesus. But the great thing is, is that's the love that God puts in our hearts towards others as well. Mm-hmm. And so I think my very first thing for when it's hard to love someone is to to pray for them Mm -hmm. and to pray for them by name because praying for someone is one of the most loving things that you can do. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing what God does in your heart when you choose to do that. And the other thing that I would like to know is that loving someone doesn't always have to be up close and personal love. Mm. I can love someone from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. And and yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. It's more about our heart towards that person. To love someone means that we want what's best for them, that we can wish them well and believe the best in them mm-hmm. and for them. But that doesn't mean that I have to be actively involved mm-hmm. in someone's life to do yeah. that. So that kind of answers the first part of your question mm-hmm. when it's hard to love someone, um, mm-hmm. pray for them and, and love them from a distance. But the other part that you talked about, if you grew up in a house that wasn't loving and mm-hmm. maybe that just wasn't maybe yeah. not even a Christian home, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, that can be really, cha- really challenging. Yeah. And I've come across people um, in, in my life that you can tell... Um, that love wasn't a big part of what they had going on growing mm-hmm. up. But that's the the way that God can work in their hearts and in their lives too. Mm-hmm. And so there's a poem. It's not a, a Christian poem, but it says, if equal affection cannot be, let the more loving person be me. And really we're only responsible for our very own love life. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say in those kinds of situations to focus on you being the loving person to someone else and it's amazing how often, especially if you're in a like 
tight relationship or a long-term relationship or whatever where you just make it your goal to love someone well Mm -hmm. in the hopes that they can begin to receive that love. And one of the things that I like to say and. Isaac, our other coworker, told me it's kind of creepy, but <laughs> he I like to say being Jesus with skin on, you know, right, right. and I understand that that can sound creepy sometimes, <laughs> but what that means is that, you know, we're meant to be like Jesus and have his skin and, and be Jesus to other people and to show, show that love. And so remember too, that Loving isn't about you. It's mm. about the other person. Yeah. And so if we're going into a relationship thinking that we're getting something out of it, then that's not always the best motivation. Although, let me say that, mm-hmm. you know, in a good, healthy relationship, there are there's mm-hmm. equal give and take. Um, so does that answer the yeah, question? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it sounds like, like what, like what, 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 <laughs> Need some more coffee here. Let me take a quick sip. It's a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Theo came into our bed last night at like oh, one. Oh, bless your so heart, he slept, Cooper. So he slept the rest of the night, which is not the best of Absolutely sleep. Absolutely not. And I was, too, I was too lazy to put him back in his bed. Sometimes it's yeah. just easier to keep him there. I was being self-sacrificing in my love is yeah. what I was doing. Um, but um, what, what, what you're saying is with that agape love, it is that self-sacrificing love mm-hmm. um, where it's not me centered, it's others centered, which right. is huge. And I think I want to go back a little bit to what you're saying. Um, we can love people from a distance. Mm-hmm. And so is that kind of talking about like boundaries that you, that you could set up essentially? Absolutely. Within? Cause maybe like you had a really bad relationship with somebody that mm-hmm. was hurtful, mm-hmm. um, mentally or physically or whatever it is. Obviously that might not be a great Absolutely. like thing. So is that kind of what you're saying to yeah. you? Is, yeah, absolutely. Boundaries is not boundaries are not a bad word. Mm-hmm. It's actually a really healthy yeah. word so that we can have healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the healthiest of relationships with certain individuals are from a distance. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that is. Yeah. I think it's more a motivation of your heart. Like it, how is your heart towards them? Have mm-hmm. you done your own heart work to forgive and to mm-hmm. let go and to release people to God? Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, one of the other things too, when I was writing some notes, listening to your message <clears throat> was you kept saying, um, following the way of love Yeah, and it was making me think about, because right now I'm watching the Mandalorian oh, yeah. on Disney plus mm-hmm. and the, the Mandalorians have the little chant, like this is the way. <laughs> and that's like, they're like, <laughs> yeah. like little tagline and stuff. So I was kind of thinking about that, but, mm-hmm. um, but you're, you're talking about following the way of love when it comes to, um, using your gifts mm-hmm. and being a Christ follower and living mm-hmm. that outwardly. Um, so how, so how does that also happen in some other, you know, real life contexts right. of just following the way of love, yeah. you know? Well, first of all, I think it's important to understand what that phrase follow the way of love means. And when you look at it, even in the Greek language, that word follow means to pursue Mm -hmm. or to seek after or to to eagerly endeavor. (laughs) And so it's really in its purest form, it's about choosing to follow Jesus Mm, over the philosophies of this world. Mm -hmm. So for example, in the philosophies of this world, people would say, well, they haven't done anything for me, so I'm just writing them off. Or, you know, we don't agree, so I'm writing them off the whole cancel culture Mm -hmm. type thing. And following the way of Jesus, that's that's not yeah. um, in line with the way of Jesus. And so following the way of love starts by following the way of Christ and following Jesus, actually. 
And what that means in its purest and simplest form is you keep saying yes to Jesus. Mm, (laughs) Every day you wake up and you have a choice to make. Am Mm -hmm. I going to follow Jesus or am I going to follow the ways of the world? And sometimes we have that choice to make um, many times throughout the day, which way I'm going to go in both big things and small things. So Mm -hmm. when we pursue Jesus, we're following the way of love. Mm -hmm. And love is actually the natural byproduct because Jesus's ways are love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you can't follow love incarnate. You know, the scripture says that, that Jesus came, um, God incarnate and God is love. So Mm -hmm. love incarnate, um, you can't follow him without having his love, his love rub mm-hmm. off on you. And it's kind of like reaping and sowing. You're going to yeah. harvest what you plant. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So like, so what, like right now, political landscape, mm-hmm. we're post-election yep. and it seems like things are somewhat resolved, but there's mm-hmm. also unresolved <laughs> yeah. like things that are still being said. Right. Um, but somebody has a different political view than than myself right um and they might have written maybe me off or i've written mm-hmm. them off or whatever um how do how do we follow the way of love right. in those in those ways and i think you mentioned earlier like yeah even just simply praying for them mm-hmm. you know praying for the quote-unquote enemies <laughs> yeah. even though that's not the right heart to have right. but um but is that is that kind of what you're saying or do you have any other thoughts on that yeah i think for me that goes back to the whole boundary mm-hmm. issue and that boundaries don't prohibit us from having relationships with others they actually allow us to have healthy relationships with those we differ from mm-hmm. And let me explain what I feel, what I've understood boundaries to mean. Boundaries are meant to show where I begin and where you end. Mm. So let's take that in regards to to politics. We are each entitled to our own beliefs, views, and Mm -hmm. interpretations of things. And that's what makes us individuals, right? But there are some things that we're just not going to see eye to eye or even heart to heart on. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first thing is to realize it is okay Um, and I know that a lot of times people are really impassioned by politics based on their own personal beliefs, Mm -hmm. but we're not going to see eye to eye on, on everything with everyone. Mm -hmm. And so instead of focusing on what we don't agree upon, I think it's important to, to focus on what we do agree Mm -hmm. upon and then leave the rest alone. (laughs) I think about, you know, we have Thanksgiving coming up and (laughs) are we going to have Thanksgiving? (laughs) Well, maybe not in California, but I think it's still on in Eastern Washington, (laughs) but anyhow, we're going to have all different kinds of people gathered Mm -hmm. around a table with all different kinds of view views. And so my question is, is it really necessary to bring up the things that divide you as a family? Mm-hmm. If you're, if I'm sitting down with my family and we have different political views, do I really want to bring up those things that divide us? Um, or do I want to focus on the things that unite us as a family? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I guess my question is, what good does it do mm-hmm. when we bring up and, and continue to argue about the things that divide us? That's not, that's divisive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's not helpful. It doesn't allow families, people, churches to come together. Mm-hmm. And if someone wants to engage with me with something that we don't see eye to eye on, that can either be done one on one, and and that is a maybe a better approach. Literally one on one. I'm not talking about direct message right, <laughs> on Facebook right. or you know comments back yeah. and forth on different but things. Face to face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, that can either be done one-on-one or simply a lot of times I just simply choose to say, 
this is something we don't see eye to eye on. And I rather focus on what unites us mm-hmm. than divides us. And yeah. it also reminds me of the scripture in Romans 12, 18, that says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. Mm-hmm. I can live at peace with other people while still holding on to my personal convictions and beliefs. Mm-hmm. That is possible. I don't have to engage. I don't want, I want it to be said of me as, as much as possible mm-hmm. with, let me, let me make one caveat yeah, here. Yeah. Anytime that there's a, a situation where it's God's word or, yeah. you know, the foundational truth, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about that is something that we need to be very strong mm-hmm. upon, but I never want to let myself be the reason for an unpeaceful relationship with another mm-hmm. person. So as far as it depends on me, I'm going to live mm-hmm. at peace with you. And and that means that I might simply just have to disengage on those types of things. It doesn't mean I disengage with you as a person, just on those things that try to divide us. Right, right. That's good. And it seems like <clears throat> even like with like Paul is modeling that in a sense where like, like, like you're saying, um, when it comes to God's word, mm-hmm. like he's not backing down no. because the church of Corinth was jacked up mm-hmm. and they were not following the way of Jesus, the way of love. Mm-hmm. So he's being very loving right. and bringing that truth yep. um, to the people and just saying, he's calling them back to like mm-hmm. the way of love and calling them back to that. Absolutely. And one of my very favorite scriptures and one that mm-hmm. I try to live my life by is John 1, 14. And it talks about when Jesus came down to this earth and John describes him that he came from the father full mm-hmm. of grace and truth. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of like our series. We're talking mm-hmm. about love and truth. Yeah. Grace is another way that we carry ourselves mm-hmm. and Jesus was full of both grace and truth, and he calls us as his followers to be and do the same. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think also a lot of times our culture looks at the church, um, and we, we talk about love all the time, and God is mm-hmm. love, and we're like, well, if you're loving, right. why are you so like divisive or condemning or whatever right. it is to certain people groups or you know, just whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. and obviously the culture has a certain view that right. they're not looking through a, through a biblical lens on a lot of things, but, um, there's a lot of times some shreds of truth mm-hmm. in what they're saying, because even with, let's just say like face masks, like mm-hmm. the church is not very like loving of just the church when it comes to people's decisions on like face masks and mm-hmm. stuff. So they're kind of like, you guys don't really show a lot of love um, right. to people and stuff. Um, so why, like, why is that? Do you think mm-hmm. that as the church, I mean, we're reading through scripture and Paul's giving us direct things. Why is it that we just don't like show love that like right. as well as maybe we should, right? or maybe the things that um, are loving, we're just not, that's not being shown maybe as much as right. well. Well, I think that that's a really good question. I'd like to even dialogue a mm-hmm. little bit back and forth about yeah. that because I think this has many different layers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the point that you made is pretty important that sometimes we're known as not being people of love because we take a stand on something that's mm-hmm. based on God's word that's yeah. countercultural. Yeah. Culture says if you would disagree or have a, an opposing view that you're a hater mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, we don't have the robust, um, debate and conversation mm-hmm. sometimes that without it becoming so personal. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one thing. Um, the other thing is, it's important to remember that the church is made up of individuals, mm-hmm. individual people. And so when one person is not showing love, it reflects obviously and affects yeah. the whole church. Yeah. 
And I think we've also seen throughout the past, you know, couple years that the loudest voice usually prevails, but we know that the loudest voice isn't always the true or the Mm -hmm. right voice. It's just the loudest. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately that's the one that people hear the most. And so I think that this kind of comes back to a real personal issue. Mm -hmm. Um, at least that's where it starts Mm -hmm. that each person needs to examine their own heart (laughs) and let God's spirit root out anything in you that, that is truly unloving or unkind, not gracious, um, towards other people, towards other beliefs, you know, all of that. And then, um, but in so doing it's, it's really our own personal thing. However, it's not just our own personal mm. thing. It's it's us as a group. So what what do you think about that, Cooper? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good perspective for sure. Because um, there are like individuals within the body of Christ that can, I guess, like 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 what you're saying from the very beginning of of the of the talk, um, do a very self serving mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. and just something that they that they want to kind of be shown as like smart or great or grand Mm -hmm. and a lot of times that can kind of puff them up yeah and that then shows a bad light on the whole body of christ i don't want to go down a whole bunny trail rabbit hole whatever you want to call (laughs) it but um there has been like over the course of the last let's say 40 50 years Mm -hmm. with televangelists kind of like being like a thing with Mm -hmm. like television you know and Mm -hmm. there's some there's some individuals that have not maybe shown the best example right of what it means to like what you're saying show the way of love Mm -hmm. and to promote that in all that they're doing and Mm -hmm. that can really shape a person's perspective when all they see is the person on tv for a couple of seconds they're like oh that's how every christian is and so then that Mm-hmm. labels the body of Christ mm-hmm. in a in a bad way. And I was actually just talking to a person last weekend, just yeah. We were texting back and forth about kind of similar stuff like this, but um like edifying the body. Mm-hmm. We're talking about how also like we are the image bearers of Christ yep. and we like carry this aroma Absolutely. of Christ and the fragrance and mm-hmm. stuff. And we have a responsibility um, to show that outwardly so mm-hmm. that people are attracted to that. Absolutely. And they're attracted because of the change that we've had, mm-hmm. um, not just attracted by the cool things that mm-hmm. we're doing, but by the actual transformation. Yeah. And, um, and that can play in reverse. Oh, yeah. Where we could have a really bad mm-hmm. stink. <laughs> we could not have a good fragrance. We can mm-hmm. have just a stench about us yeah. that um, is just... Yeah, it puts a bad light on on the body of Christ as a whole. Yep, it reminds me of um, several years ago. I had a friend, still do, mm-hmm. but this happened to me several years ago. Every time I would see her, I'd go give her a great big hug. Mm-hmm. Well, after and I'd stand and talk with her and visit for a while. And then after I walked away, I would notice that I had the smell of mm-hmm. her perfume on me, and it wasn't one that I liked. <laughs> oh. And so it was it was very strong, but. I then carried that with me. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying about that whole, we are to the world, mm-hmm. the aroma of Christ. Now I have two things to say about that. Yeah. The first one is we can't have that aroma if we're not spending time with Christ. Mm-hmm. I had to yeah. hug and love on that person to be mm-hmm. able to get that aroma. Yeah. The other thing that that verse goes on to say, and I don't know exactly where it's listed, yeah. but it also says to the world, we are the stench of death. Mm-hmm. 
I, I believe that's what it says. And so again, that kind of goes back to when you don't have the heart or the spirit of God, you're not going to see people. And I'm talking about the world seeing us. Mm-hmm. They just see the judgment. They see whatever. Now, some of that is rightly so, but let's not underestimate that they mm-hmm. see what they want to see. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that's, I know that's not the question that you were no, asking. That, this is good. Yeah. And so the thing is, if, if we're going to be to the world, the aroma of Christ we got to spend time with him because that's the only way that's going to rub off. And that again, goes back to our own personal walk, our own um, spiritual disciplines, Mm -hmm. all of those things that are just so important for us, because the bottom line is you simply cannot follow closely after Jesus without becoming a loving person. Mm -hmm. Now that's going to look differently depending on your spiritual gifts, your personality, your maturity, all of Mm -hmm. these different things. But like I mentioned in the message yesterday, Jesus says the world will know that we are his by how much we love, mm-hmm. how that we do love. And yeah. I would take an even step further to say how much we do mm-hmm. love. And so that's just the bottom line. And that's why it's so important that as we as individual believers are pressing into Jesus mm-hmm. and following after him, because we have we have a world that is looking and watching and we can't be responsible for how the other person loves the world. (laughs) And, and, but we are responsible for how we do. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think it's just taking in those words that, that Paul is saying and, and like earlier, and I've mentioned this a couple in the, a couple times in the different podcasts, but in chapter 11, when he just kind of opens up, like you guys are doing way more harm than good right yeah. now, you know? <laughs> and I, I, I mean, we never would want to be no in way. that position, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a good call out and it's a good mm-hmm. reminder. Like, are we being more harmful than mm-hmm. good when we have our church meetings and we're living mm-hmm. out our faith? And obviously he's calling the church back into this everlasting, the best of all things, which is love. Like Absolutely. it should always be led by love. Mm-hmm. So we don't sound like a, like a gong, Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just going like crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and Elsa did a great job too on, on the Kidder mission yeah. of bringing just that, that real big picture into a super good practical takeaway and stuff mm-hmm. of, of letting that be. So yeah. Yeah. Well, this is good. I think, I think we had a good, good conversation, good dialogue on this and, we could obviously go down more and more bunny trails <laughs> and all that stuff, but we want to keep it also concise yeah. for, for, the, for the listener as well. Mm-hmm. So they keep coming back for more. That's right. So they keep coming back for more. And Cooper, I just want yeah. to say thank you so much for for making this happen. Yeah. And you do such a great job as a host and drawing mm-hmm. things out of people. And I've loved listening to yours and Mark's dialogue, yeah. especially the first one. You know, Mark he has a lot of wisdom. Yeah. He has oh, a lot totally. of knowledge. Yeah. And this is a perfect mm-hmm. opportunity for him to get to share yep. some of that. So thanks for drawing that yeah. out. And thanks for having vision to make this happen. Because yeah. the other thing that I love about this is you know, we have a mission and sometimes the methods change. Mm-hmm. And so this is a way that we are continuing to, to teach and preach Jesus and mm-hmm. teach people about God's ways through this type of for- format. And yeah. so I just want to say thank you. Yeah, my this pleasure. is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And it's super fun to just to have conversation um, mm-hmm. more just natural about theology and yeah. the Bible and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. I think, I think, <clears throat> I think it's a really good environment mm-hmm. um, to do that in. And I'm really excited for, for next week as well. Cause we're going to talk about uh, speaking in tongues and, mm-hmm. and prophecy. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a big, big topic. So it I'm sure excited is. to hear from, from Mark on that yep. as well. So cool, cool. Well, if you're still listening, another quick reminder that November 29th, 
Oh, we yeah. are relaunching our service times. We're going to mm-hmm. have two services now. 9 a.m. is going to be like a general, anybody can come, mm-hmm. kind of what we have been doing service. And then 11 a.m. is going to be a kids, like a family service yep. geared for elementary kids and younger, mm-hmm. um, which is really, really cool. Because the heart behind it is not only to have fun with the kids, but mm-hmm. to truly like equip parents yeah. and to empower them to disciple their kids. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. going to be in the service with the kids, Mm -hmm. getting the questions and actually leading their little small groups. And (laughs) it's, it's really, really cool. So I think it'll be a, a really cool thing for, for it. And I I think, I think my boys might be coming. I I hope so. Yeah. 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 We'll see if their friends are (laughs) coming. I'm sure they're going to come and and hang out. We'll see how the old Oliver, the one-year-old, he is just, he's a terror right now, man. He thinks he owns the world. So (laughs) more power to him. Go Ollie. Yeah. So (laughs) Ollie for president. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, man, he would, he'd get stuff done. Um, Cool. Well, uh, again, thanks so much y'all for, for listening and thanks pastor Kate for spending some time. My pleasure. And, um, Again, we will see you every Wednesday, or I guess you'll hear from us every Wednesday. (laughs) You won't see us um, for the midweek podcast. All right. See you guys later.